it's happening. It's happening, and we're live. For episode six. Episode six. Of Dancing About Architecture. Yes. With Joe uh, and Scotty. Joe and Scotty, who have been preparing for this podcast for the last three hours. and Yeah, if you want to call it preparing, or just, just talking. around and talking to each other. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, this is our sixth episode, and... You know, we're making some headway, and we've got some goals, and we've got some things to talk about, and we know you guys have been dying to to hear this next episode, waiting on bated breath. Um, so, why don't we start with a little segment that I like to call, How Do You Live Like That? How Do You Live Like That? Like what, Joe? Um, so, how do you live like that? And I, when I, I'm talking about people in particular right now, that uh, I see this happen all the time. You're you see somebody riding a bicycle, and in San Francisco, you see people riding bicycles all the time. Absolutely. And uphill, downhill. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uphill, downhill, uh, on flats, wherever. But the one thing that just gets me when I see it happening is somebody who's riding in a much lower gear than they should. So the pedals are just spinning and spinning and spinning and they're barely moving. Yeah, that, whenever I see that, it just it just exhausts me just looking at it. it. But it doesn't necessarily exhaust me because they're doing it because it's easier, right? They just is have it? to, it's more rotations, but you're not getting as far. To me, I just want to I just want to reach out and stick a clown nose on their nose and honk it. <laughs> Cuz you look like a clown. You look like you're riding a little clown bicycle. Yeah. It's like put put the bike in the appropriate gear. It may be a little bit harder to do. Maybe if you're going uphill it's okay, you know, you, you want that, but it just looks so silly. It looks silly, but it also looks frustrating. Yeah, you know, like I, I, when I'm riding a bike, I like to feel, you know, yeah, like it, I'm getting somewhere. And you're, the whole point of riding a bike is is to like, yeah, it's tactile. You're you know, getting get the some speed. Yeah, but if you're just spinning those pedals around and around, you look like a goofball. Total goofball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're generally. I mean, when you see these people, you generally have the 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 real mushroom top of the head helmet. Yeah, going on. Yeah. And, like, it's one of those bikes that you sit real upright on. Right. Yeah. And they're... Yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't typically see somebody who's wearing the whole spandex uniform, which I also have a little bit of a problem with. Um, Tremendous problem with. Yeah. Unless you're in a bike race, you probably shouldn't be wearing one of those. No. Um, but, yeah, I just... I see them and I picture Sad Clown. <laughs> right. But is it even uh, a Sad uh, Clown? trying to think it reminds me of something i feel like there was some somebody like there were clowns like that in like Wee's big adventure <laughs> you know like it's like a tim burton kind of thing yeah yeah i mean i can kind of hear i can kind of hear the the uh, Wee's big adventure music playing when yes. i see them too <laughs> wow you just had that right on tap didn't you oh i always do yeah yeah when was the last time you watched Wee's big adventure oh uh, Probably within the last year, I, I make a make a point of watching it at least once a year. Wow! Yeah, 
Really? Yeah. I don't think I've watched that in... It's been a few years. Oh, it's one of my favorites. It's a great movie. Because <laughs> it's, it's one of those sleepers where, like, you saw it, you know, you're younger. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Oh, I obsessed over it for years. And it was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I obsessed over the my my favorite thing or what I always tried to acquire from that movie was like the gag stuff that he got in the store. You know, the yeah, like the little mustard thing and the gum that you chewed that made you, you oh know, yeah, made you bleed. Or squirting, the, yeah, flower. Squirting flower. I was thinking squirting nipple. The squirting nipple. Yeah, because I reached for my nipple when I was talking about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an even better gag. Yeah. That's a, that's a great idea for a gag gift or like a novelty item is instead of the flower in your lapel that squirts water, it's a, it looks like there's a hole cut in your shirt with a nipple, and you and you say, hey, smell my nipple, and when somebody goes to smell your nipple, you squirt them with milk, right? Yeah, I mean, would mate should I get that for I you just, for Christmas? I just can't get past the smell my nipple. Line. Well, I mean, anytime anybody asks me to smell their nipple, I'm just going to do it. Your game? I mean, most people, I would say, would do it, yeah. Really? Yeah. I'd smell Kevin Spacey's nipple. Kevin Spacey's nipple. I if, bet he'd like it. But I wouldn't do it if he asked. I'd only do it if he demanded. He's like, Joseph, smell my nipple. Yeah. I'd be like, is, is, this, is, this, is this an acting thing? Is this going to help my acting career? He probably would. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. Not anymore, he's not. The thing that, I mean, besides, I know it's really sort of... You think Kevin Spacey's career's done? Yeah, probably. At least for ten years. Yeah. You know? I mean, Pee Wee Herman's career was done for a good ten years after his thing. Well, right, but he was Pee Wee Herman. Like, yeah. He was a, he had a, but he's made a full comeback. He had a children's movie. Yeah. Or a children's show. Yeah. And he got caught jerking. But that was after the show was over. It was long after the show was over. And his hair was long. Yeah, he was like a different person. Yeah, that felt like a sting. Like, like he must have. I feel like he must have crossed the Illuminati. Yeah. somewhere along the lines, you know. Because I know because I mean, like who hasn't done that? Who hasn't jerked off in an adult adult film theater? I mean, isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that the point of going to? An adult <laughs> yeah, film I would say so. Jerk off? Like, I know that was always been my argument. Is like, what were the other people in that place doing? Just yeah. s- sitting there enjoying the cinema. Right. Yeah. Did somebody report him? Complain? Something like that must have happened. I feel like somebody was like. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, so with the Kevin Spacey thing, like, and this sucks to say, but I'm bummed out that there's not going to be more House of Cards because I love that show. Well, is there? But I can't really be bummed out about that because I should be bummed out about the fact that he molested somebody. I should be bummed out for that person. But, you know, on a selfish note, I'm bummed out that I'm not going to see any more Kevin Spacey shows or movies for a while. True. Yeah, because I mean, he, Kevin Spacey is. They're editing him out of a movie that he's, he's in. One of my, he's quietly one of my favorite actors. Like one of those yeah. actors that like you don't really think of as your favorite when you think back. So the movies he's done, I mean, they're fucking amazing. Like yeah. The Bobby Darren movie he did. Yeah. Was, no, was it was one of the better. Yeah, you he's know, great. Biopics. He's great. It's a shame that the, something like that, you know, happened. Not yeah. that it happened to him. It ha- he did it to himself, but. But I, I do love his attempt at the at distraction. That was really good. Yeah. Like coming out as gay. Yeah. To, to try to soften the situation. Yeah, I know. It bit. seems to be a thing that everybody can use nowadays, right? Like, well, it's it's kind of like a joke, at least. Right. It's like, you know, Hillary didn't, uh, she didn't uh, 
she didn't realize or remember sabotaging Bernie's campaign, but she's gonna, you know, she's gonna live out the rest of her life as a gay man. <laughs> that was really poorly done. That was, Sorry about that. That was incredibly. Weird you get the point. You get the yeah. point. Yeah. No, I mean, I think you really should have gone with like, you know, she's gonna strap it on, start giving it to Bill. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, I guess that doesn't make her a gay man. No, no. I bet she's done it to at least one intern. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm, you know, she's abused her power. Right. Like I can't see her as a heterosexual female. No. It's got to be some complicated gender designation, where it's like she's a woman that fucks dudes, but she's not actually. Or she's a woman that fucks chicks, but she's not a lesbian. Right. She just does it. She just does it. Yeah. She's kind of she's she's a woman that rapes women. Yeah. That's that's how I see Hillary Clinton's sexual sexual existence. With this, uh, sometime in the next few years, that somebody's going to come out of the woodwork. Right. Like she comes in. You know, when after Bill's like done his little cigar routine and gotten a blowjob, yeah, and it's like, how dare you do that to my husband? Right, and she's been doing this for years ever since that. Yeah, it's the whole, it's it's a whole. Like, yeah, you know, she's little, kept it under wraps. Little little kink that they've got going. She's on. doing it in the basement of pizza places. Oh, you know it, right? Yeah, PizzaGate. Shit was real, man. <laughs> mm. Wasn't there like there was something crazy? Like some pedophile ring went down few weeks after Pizzagate came out. Oh, was yeah? Like, yeah, like 1,200 people in a ring got busted. Yeah? Yeah. And it wasn't related? Well, it was, the, it was claimed that it wasn't related, but... Yeah. Come on. Right. It's, it's, it's an awful big coincidence. I guess so. Yeah. Is that the thing about that, is that everybody says it's fake news? Yeah. There, I mean, to, to me, it was like there was too much... I don't even really know the whole story, but I, I I know bits about it. But there's just weird things, like like the logo for the pizza place. Yeah. Like had the like pedophile symbol. What's the pedophile symbol? It's like the it's a Nambla thing. It's like a oh, it's, it's like a certain a big penis going into a little asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or I think it's an eggplant and a Cheerio. An eggplant and a Cheerio. Yeah. Emoji. Emoji. Yeah. yeah. That's the Nambla. It's the Nambla. Symbol symbology. <laughs> What's the symbology? All right, so that's that's where we ended up with uh, how do you live like that? So people who ride bikes like idiots, fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, somebody needs to teach them how to ride a bike like a real person. Right. Um, but maybe that maybe maybe I kind of secretly hope they keep doing it because I get a little bit of entertainment out of it. I do like to laugh at them, but I don't know like. To the point of what that segment is, how do you live like that? Uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it's, like, really frustrating. Like, if, if I'm on a bike and it goes into, just in a low gear, like, accidentally it slips or I shift the wrong yeah. thing, like... Yeah, it's, it's I immediately really, have to like, shift back. I, I can't stand it's it. It's like instant re- restless leg syndrome. Yeah. Just, uh, no, can't Yeah, do it. and you know when you see people doing that, that they do it all the time. That's, like, a regular thing that they do. Right. So, so they obviously live like that. There's something seriously wrong with them. They yeah. live their life like that. Right. You know? Yeah, I wonder if it's... It, it's like, it's even... It goes even further than just laziness, right? Like, because you do it sort of out of laziness, because, like, it's so much easier right. to pedal. but it's like brewing coffee with lukewarm water. You know? Yeah. It's just... It doesn't make any sense. Because, I mean, it, it's not just laziness, because you're moving your legs fast. Yeah. 
It's like you're trying to avoid pain. Yeah, or strain of any strain, sort. Strain, but like keeping yourself. But yeah, there's just something so weird and awkward about it. I can't. But like uh, at the cost of looking like a total fool. Complete fool. You know. Right. How like that's how I I wouldn't be able to live with myself that that way. I would rather be in pain and look cool. Oh, uh, maybe that's just me. Uh, any day, any day. Like there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah, absolutely. If I if I can anything I can do to look slightly cooler than I am, no matter what amount of pain it caused me, I'll do it. I don't know if I maybe really not no maybe not no matter what, what. pain, but there's definitely like on the like the on the pain scale. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I would be, like, the the, the bearing my teeth. Yeah. That threshold of pain to uh, look to look cool. And that makes you look cool, too. It does. Bearing your teeth, like, yeah. That that looks that looks pretty damn cool, in my opinion. Speaking of looking cool. Yeah. You know what looks really cool is knocking the microphone knocking over. Knocking the microphone over in the middle of your podcast. Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it. And then I can, but you you would look cool if I punched you in the face as you did it, because then you get that little pain aspect to it. And if we were on YouTube right now instead of just podcasting, you know, we'd get at least a hundred views, probably, maybe even a share. Yeah, and you'd get your pain, and you'd look a little cooler that knocking the microphone over. Yeah. So, Joseph. Yes. Um, I know you you told me you changed your mind about what you wanted to do for the mom box. That you even want to yeah, well, I, you know, looking back on it, I just didn't feel like it was that great of a mom box that I really needed to. Right, to... I just came up with mine. Oh, perfect! So I wanted to put the spotlight on you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Why does that put the spotlight on me? Um, does that uh, mean I have to come up with one too? Yeah, I wanted to make you a little uncomfortable. Oh, I see. Little... I see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let, let's. I guess let's decide if yours is any good. Okay. <laughs> well, the tough part about this one is going to be me not laughing when I say it. Yeah. But uh, it came up, it was basically this, this idea that I had was um, having to do with, you know, the Johnny Cash song, uh, Boy Named Sue? Yeah. You know, the whole moral of the story of the boy named Sue was that, like, the dad knew he wasn't going to be around, so he named his son Sue. Right. So that, like, people would make fun of him, give him a hard time, so he could grow up tough. Right, yeah. Okay, that, I didn't know that story. I didn't know that was a thing. That's the song. That's the. I mean, I don't know the song that well. Oh yeah, no, that's literally the song. And then, like, it's he meets about his dad later in life. Yeah, and he fights him. And he's like, "Why'd you name like me a, Sue?" It's like a real fucking gnarly, you know, they have a, they have a gnarly brawl. Yeah, and his dad's kind of like, "Well, fucking worked, man. You're a tough guy." Uh, like, yeah, yeah. Respect him. You know, they have a little moment at the end. Oh wow. Yeah, I gotta give that song another listen. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So I figured, you know, nowadays, like, if you named your boy Sue, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can kind of name your kids whatever. Yeah, it doesn't really matter what you name your, what you what you name your kids. People oh, yeah. name their kids all kinds of stuff. No, like, there's a, the, I, I, I heard recently about a little girl named uh, Fletcher. Eight-year-old girl named Fletcher. Yeah, that's not even so bad. I mean, like, maybe years ago I would have been like, that's weird, that's not a girl's name. But now I'm like, yeah, okay. No, it's like, okay, whatever, yeah. you know. I, I mean, I get it, but like. Yeah. For me, it's really weird because like the only other person I know named Fletcher yeah. is like a fat dude who was a right. uh, sales rep for Titleist when I worked for Titleist. Yeah, uh, Fletcher Paven. He was uh, he's one of the beloved reps for for Titleist. Real friendly, you know, big gregarious dude. Uh-huh. And so then you know an eight year old girl named Fletcher. I picture a miniature. 
a miniature version of that guy. Raven. Yeah, that's 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 who I think of. Okay, that's really weird. Yeah, um, but that's that's very contextual to your life. Totally. Yeah, hundred percent contextual. I feel like I'd probably picture something completely. I think I'd probably picture Chevy Chase, Fletch, or yeah, Fletch her, Fletch her. Yeah, that's Irwin R. Fletcher. Irwin R. Fletcher. Yeah, or Jane yeah. Doe. Okay, so um, so how does this? Uh, how is this a mom box entry? Oh, so my mom box entry was. Uh, I think I've already mentioned this. Was a birth? Did I, did I, have I done the birth certificate of a grandchild that I never told my mom about? Um, I don't remember if that was one that we did on the show or if you just mentioned it in passing. About. Yeah. Well, anyways, so like if I had mentioned it on a previous podcast, I, I have an upgrade now. Yeah. The name of the boy. Okay, so you've you've already got this. Maybe maybe you've got this birth certificate already in the mom box, and it's mm-hmm. for uh, a child that you never told her about, right? Because yeah, that would freak your mom out, probably. Yeah, this is an Ill- illegitimate yeah. grandchild that I've never. So told now her you're about. adding a little detail to this. The key detail to it, which is the it's, name it's of a, the child. Yeah, it's, it's the name of my bastard child. Yes. So the name that I would give my son, yeah, if I knew I was going to be in his life, so that he would grow up tough. Would be neighbor. Well, that, that's that's the name that's gonna make somebody grow up tough. Absolutely, little little blonde hair, blue eyed white guy, white 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 guy named neighbor. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. Imagine how he'd be treated in in a school. I mean, who he, do you think he'd get picked on most by? Um, whites, blacks, Latinos. I, I mean, it would really depend on where you grew up. Yeah. Do you think they'd even let you enroll a kid in school with that name? Uh, nowadays, it's it's tricky territory. It really what if you just put a little accent over the E? There you go. Yeah, that, that just, could can work. You just see the look on the substitute teacher's faces, like throughout his life. Yeah. Just oh my god. And 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 I guess the, the you know naming him Neighbor. would actually be would actually work for making him tough because you'd be dead because this is a mom box story. Right. So you've had the kid, you've named him neighbor and then died. Yeah. So he's left completely to the, you can't even end the story with a fight. Right. No, he would never get to fight me. No, he would hate me. Do you think he would change his name? Um, I think he'd have to. Yeah. But like, Ooh, you know, it'd be even better. Can they stop you from doing something like that? Stop you from changing your name? No, stop you from naming a kid, something like that. I don't think you can stop anyone from naming their child whatever the fuck they want right i don't know i guess not i don't know i wonder if anyone's ever named a kid neighbor i'm somebody's tried somebody's probably tried that somebody has tried yeah well yeah i think that would actually really shock your mom even more so than knowing that she had a grandchild that she didn't know about mm-hmm. was finding out that his name was neighbor yeah yeah that's no i'm, I'm... wow I think this is like my best mom box item yet. I'm really, I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Do you think it's it's like even song worthy? You could write a song. Point in neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. I don't know if I could come up with one to match that. I mean, you don't have to match it. Yeah. Um. But does that mean that I have to use my the one that I wrote down last week maybe and, and just kind of let it. Let it happen. Because I mean, mine, mine was just going to... I'll just say what it was. It's not that great of a mom box. But, you know, I think it could potentially 
be pretty good. I mean, it could. You I know, think I've got the I've, I've got the icing on the cake. Yeah, for it. and they're and, you know they're not all going to be huge shockers, but I think everything in the mom box is meant to. I, I'm pretty sure my mom would still be pretty offended by this. Right. And that's a it's a mason jar full of foreskins. Are they uh, human foreskins? Some animal. Ooh, a mix. Yeah, a mix foreskins. of foreskins. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what would go well on that? It's a, it's a label. It's yeah. It's a recipe for calamari. <laughs> yes. A recipe for calamari on the on the mason jar. Yeah. Or not even a recipe. Just a label. Calamari. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right? Like I was starting a cannery of seafood uh Maybe maybe even a business plan, Ooh. you know, a mason jar full of foreskins with a business plan next to it about how I was going to start a business selling foreskins as calamari. Yes, and you use the 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 Nambla logo symbol, the in eggplant the, and the, the Cheerio, the eggplant the Cheerio. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. I think it'd be like the parent company, right? Yeah. Or like it'd be a really specialty. You know, it'd be a specialty yeah. food. I would be willing to bet that there are people, rich people are fucking weird. There's probably at least one billionaire that would just drop $10,000 on foreskin calamari. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like a hundred grand. Yeah. Just one show, goodbye. Like, that's it. You just one meal. Yeah. That's your whole business plan. And you could say, you could say like, in one of these jars, there's a potential, potentially, in one of these jars is Corey Feldman's foreskin. Oh. You never know if you're going to get it or not. Wow. Corey Hames, too. Yeah. Why not? Throw that in there. Oh, yeah. One of the, one of the Corey's foreskins, you may get that as your calamari. That would be amazing. Right? Yeah. I think that, you know, those rich Hollywood types would really go for that. Right. Well, I think so. To find your market, you'd either have to embark on a film career or join the Democratic Party. Yeah. And work your way up a little bit. Right. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like once you get into pedestal land, mm-hmm. you're all set. They'd be like, "Oh, we we did Forskin Calamari last weekend." Yeah. What else you got? Yeah. What kind of prices you got on that? <laughs> so, so I wanted to bring up. Uh, something that we started talking about last week and we had some thoughts that I feel like could we could we could kind of jump back into this subject and bring it back up for this podcast episode and I remember last week we were talking about the that the, those two terrible words that I have a hard time saying together autoerotic asphyxiation yeah I've been practicing oh you have been practicing yeah here? autoerotic Asphyxiation. So, have you been actually practicing actually, autoerotic asphyxiation? I've been practicing, practicing saying it. Okay. Um, if you if you notice, I have to use my hands have to say tried, it. Yeah, I noticed that. It's autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. That's the so only like way one I can hand, say it. Then the other hand. It's the only way I can say it right. Yeah. If I have my hands down here, then it's autoerotic. I can't. Right. Yeah. Um, have you practiced autoerotic asphyxiation at all? No, I can't say that I've that I have, but that you know that harkens back to last week when we both kind of determined that neither of us really wanted to do it. No, I don't. No. It's not something that that really appeals to me. We were actually talking about the potential appeal of it, and that's why people have done it and died from it. But the question that really came up for me was, has a woman yes. ever done it 
or died from it or gotten caught doing it or you know you hear about all these men who like famous men who have died from it and not so famous men who have done it and that's what we were talking about a lot last week but the it just i really would like to know if there's ever been a woman and you know maybe we should have done our research and found this out but well i did find a uh article a a um, what do you call it an academic article okay in a, in a journal yeah um not like a, a home journal but like one of those scholastic journal things. right right um and the abstract for the journal goes deaths of young women due to autoerotic asphyxiation have been rarely reported rarely the case of a 19 year old woman is described in which several of the characteristic death scene features found in cases of male autoerotic asphyxiation deaths were absent an awareness, like, like no penis. Right. Um, an awareness that this syndrome may occur among women with a less obvious presentation than in men is essentially so that death will not be incorrectly attributed to non-accidental causes. This syndrome may be more common than the number of reported cases would suggest. But you know what strikes me as kind of funny about that is they're talking about the specifically the 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 death scene right like the 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 death scene of autoerotic asphyxiation for a man is they're saying it's different than for a woman and i want to know how is it different to find someone hanging from a fucking door with a belt different for a man than a woman i get that a man masturbates different than a woman but if you find somebody hanging from a from the a belt around their neck from a door, you're gonna it, it you're probably gonna assume it's autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, here we go again, asphyxiation. Right. Right. So what are the differences between? They're saying there's these differences. Yeah. What well, could they possibly be? You know, here's the the frustrating thing is is that it just it gives some like basic you know stats. Um, but uh, doesn't have the full article. No. What are the basic it just stats? Gives the uh, the abstract. Just basically what you read. Um, but I want to find. I want to like read an article one day, and, and not specifically about this person. I'm using her as an example, but like Susan Sarandon found dead in hotel room. Oh, here we go. Autoerotic asphyxiation. This is a breakdown. Significantly, the majority of women did not use unusual clothing, props, or devices to augment their activity, for example. Five were completely naked, and only one was found with elaborate clothing and extra ligatures. Are they forgetting the whole part about the fucking belt tied around their neck? Or rope, or whatever? Six of the fatal cases had objective evidence of sexual activity. Three had used neck padding to prevent chafing. And eight had failed self-rescue mechanisms. Self-rescue mechanisms? Yeah. Like the chair fell over or... <laughs> what? What is... But I'm still thinking, like, how do you... There's a really distinct thing about that. Well, and, I think... And that's the fact that you're hanging by your neck. The picture of this, that this is painting for me, is that, like, this is an elaborate sexual circumstance... Where there, there's a whole setup. I didn't realize there like, was like different clothes being worn, and right, it's not like somebody alone in a hotel room. Yeah, you know, with a with a belt tied around their neck. It's not that. Like this is some 
some they're t- they're not shit. talking about that. They're talking about like uh, some elaborate multi-person autoerotic asphyxiation party. Right. Yeah. Where, like, where everybody dresses see, up. Some some seriously weird shit. Yeah. Well, what, I wonder what what is the theme of dress up for for that type of sexual deviancy. Um, I don't know. It depends on what uh, day of the week they're doing. I know. What would you guess? I would guess I, I'm picturing latex. Let's say somebody invited you over for an autoerotic asphyxiation party, and they said it's a costume party too. What costume would you wear? Um, ooh, that's a good question. I think I'd probably dress like a baby. That's a good one, but that uh, you feel like you're at the wrong party because it's a whole fetish scene in and of itself. It's the whole baby thing. Yeah, but maybe I was just trying to like cross over. All right. All right. Uh, Maybe no no I know exactly what I would dress as. Woody from Toy Story. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. If that that would be my that would be my first pick. Yeah, for scrap the baby, I'm showing up as Woody. In fact, we should try to get invited to one together. Mm-hmm. I'll dress like Woody, you dress like Buzz. That's I I was already thinking Buzz Lightyear. You just read my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz then I can have like my Buzz Lightyear suit. And that could be your self rescue well, it could be my thing, like where it's like the the globe goes over my head and oh, and then it, it just cuts the air off. Yeah, right. But you could also easily build in a self rescue mechanism. Yeah, which is like a little button that you can push and it releases, right. so you can just do it over and over again. Whereas as Woody, I could have a string that you pull. Oh, that's genius! Right, this is great. Yeah, yeah, we need a hit. And and, it, and is there like a is there a thing where you do it together at a part of autoerotic asphyxiation party? Where, or do we all like sit around in the room and we all just do it together at the same time? Like, all right, here we go. Let's suffocate ourselves and masturbate. Or is there, are, you know, are you like getting blown and or like See, having sex like with someone? Twist on like the dance off. The dance off. Yeah. So like you know, everyone kind of gathers around. Oh yeah. You know, okay. And then two people are doing their thing. You yeah, know, or even just like, one. Like, you form a circle, and then, like, you, dressed as Buzz Lightyear, get in the circle, you do a little dance, you pull your helmet down, you start whacking it, and pass out. Right. And then, like, we drag you off to the side, and then the circle forms again, and then I go in, and I'm like, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Hang myself from the chandelier. Uh from the the you know the the string pull in my back yeah uh, and that's your failsafe you can't hang from that uh, yeah I, well I suppose I could use it as it could either be my failsafe or it could be great to use as the thing that I hang myself with yeah yours is a little I kind of like yours better because you you don't have to strangle your neck yeah. you just cut off air yeah that's yeah. like a, that's yeah. Somebody should do that. There's like one. You probably get like a couple breaths before you'd be out of carbon dioxide. Or and it would look oxygen. really cool because you'd steam it up on the inside. You know, yeah. like you can even put a little camera in there so you can get that like cool view of your face as your like eyes turn red. Oh yeah. You start to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, in Total little, Recall. The, the little lights inside the helmet. You know, like uh-huh. in uh, Apollo 13. Oh, and then like right as you start to. Choke to death and come, your wings fly out. The wings, 
Yeah, and then you just, <laughs> just fall. Pass and it actually helps down. you with your fall. Yeah, just face down. Face down, but the wings kind of slow you, your fall. You get a little glide out. You get a little you get a glide. slide out on the slide floor. Slide out. Gets you right out of the circle. We don't even have to drag your body out of right. the circle. Oh, and all the style points. Oh, man. All the style points. I think we've really hit on something here. We have. Yeah. We're going to be like, yeah. And, and, and regardless of whether Woody is a better one or not, I think Woody and Buzz just have to go together. Right. You know, so when we get invited to this party, we definitely bring those costumes. And like, I'm willing to let you be the, the hit of the party. It's so sweet. Of you me. know? Yeah. I mean, maybe one next party we'll trade costumes. I could be Buzz. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I feel like this is something really doable in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, like, somebody you know in your neighborhood Dang. could get you. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dave, I want to get invited to an autoerotic asphyxiation party. And he'd be like, oh, yeah. which What night's you free? Yeah, what night? Yeah. And and do you have your Buzz Lightyear costume? <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, the, the difficult part would be making the Buzz Lightyear costume. I guess I'd have to find, just buy a really good one and then add the... Yeah, you'd just buy the best features. one you could and then just... M- you know, do a good job of like hot gluing it so it seals off the, you know, like just make whatever modifications you need to make. So easy access to jerk off and make sure that you cut off air. Yeah, it has to be a fun little trap door just kind of pops open. Yeah. Actually, you could probably get like a real spacesuit and then modify it to be like Buzz Lightyear. Because that way you actually have control over your oxygen. Right? Right. All right. Well, I I still don't feel totally satisfied with the answer. Like I was going into before, like I would love to read an article about some famous woman, you know, celebrity one day getting found in a hotel room, just like, you know, one like the guy from In Excess or uh, David Carradine. Um, I feel like that would satisfy my question of why are, you know, why are there no women yeah. being found like this? It seems like it would be just as legit, legitimate for them. Maybe they're just more careful. I think so. You know? Yeah, I mean, there's certain there's such a lonely, sad component to the male celebrity dying that way. Right. You know? Yeah, if you if you heard about a woman dying that way, I, I suppose somebody would probably be like, "Well, somebody did that to her." Right. Right. Yeah. Unless it was She's Rosie a O'Donnell. <laughs> She's a totally, victim. Rosie O'Donnell. And, then I'd believe it. I, I oh yeah, she did that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Margaret Cho. Margaret Cho. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Right. She would do that. Yeah. She's kind of that. She's got that like yeah. underlying self-loathing thing going on. Yeah. I feel She's, like Rosie O'Donnell's just gotten sad. Yeah. Like I haven't only, heard much from her lately. The but, only thing yeah. I've, I've heard of her in the last five years is like her public feuds with Donald Trump. Yeah. Which, I mean... Which she probably does. Low. She does those right after she comes out of her autoerotic asphyxiation. Like, she wakes up from it and then she's like, I gotta stick it to Trump. Right. Yeah. I feel like they might have had a thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that neither of them could ever admit. Yeah. You know, it's, like, so taboo for either one of them. Like, she's, like, she came out, like, late-in-life lesbian, right? Yeah. And and he's, he's fucking Donald Trump. Donald Trump, yeah. I mean, He's always been fucking Donald Trump. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, like... We've been making fun of him for years, even before he was the president. the 80s. Yeah. 
I mean, he's just kind of always been like that's sort of his shtick is that he, yeah. he, he he's he's like a professional wrestler. Right, he is. Yeah, and he's like he actually has made appearances on Raw too. I know. God, yeah, our president. Yeah, these are fucking beautiful times we live in. It really is. I'm starting to enjoy it more and more. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it the night of the election. Yeah. Because, like, I had been so disillusioned with the whole Republican-Democrat thing, you yeah. know, that I was just kind of like, This is Fuck. This is hilarious. Like, if, you know, it's because I just felt, I, I mean, I didn't think there was any chance he was going to win. Yeah. And so then, like, when he was ahead, and just, I was I was hanging out with... Uh, I didn't think there was any chance either. Two, two, but, you know, I was hanging out with two buddies who were definitely Democrats. Yeah. And, were probably uh, like weeping. Trump is ahead, and I'm like, uh oh, Trump's ahead. Like, what are you gonna do? Da, da, da. And he's like, oh well, you know, it's the East Coast. Like, once the West Coast comes in, he's just gonna run away with it. Yeah. And he just, just, just kept winning states. It just kept and happening. It was just, and man, they just kept getting drunker and drunker and sadder and sadder. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was, I was giddy. I bet you were. Oh man. I was up in my little cabin in the woods during that. Oh wow. Yeah. Get to enjoy it from afar. God, that would have been a really good time to try out autoerotic asphyxiation. That would have been the perfect time to, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not so much for the reason of it being a good time to try it for myself, but like that'd be a great way to be found yes. in a little cabin. That's, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, yeah, more for everybody else's entertainment like than my own. Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about Joe? Yeah, yeah. He he quit his job and went and got a cabin in the in the woods in Eastern Oregon and they found him a month later hanging from his, his doorway. Yeah. Oh, was he so sad and he, he killed himself? No, no, he was, he was jerking off. Yeah. Yeah. He that's the, I mean, that's just the magic of it. It's like, you know, he found just... that he didn't have time with his regular day job to do stuff like that. So he needed to get away. So I've got an illogical belief. Oh, I like it. Yeah. You want to hear my illogical belief? I want to hear your illogical belief. I've got a lot of them lately. I'm realizing as after we started this segment, like I'd say at least once a day I come up with an illogical belief. Um, I, I got to remember to start writing them down more often. But this one is that shirt hanging in your closet will eventually look good on you. A shirt hanging in my closet? Mm, I'm talking about myself. I don't so, have so a single shirt hanging in my closet. Oh, I've got lots of shirts hanging in my closet. So this is maybe it's very specific to closet. me. I still haven't graduated. Yeah, you've got clothes all over your floor and shit. I have clothes on my floor. I have drawers. I have a dresser. Oh uh, yeah. But like you know, I lived out of a backpack for a year. Right. And uh, well, I've I got. Haven't. I've had a closet now for a lot for the most of my adult life, and sometimes I will. I'll buy a shirt that I think looks nice, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, this is a cool shirt. Buy it. Sweatshirt, sweater, yeah. shirt. I'm, I guarantee you I have one now. That I buy it, and I try it on, and I'm like, this is cool. This is a cool shirt, but it doesn't quite fit right. But it's like, I'm never going to find a shirt like this again. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. You know what? When I lose a little weight, or like when I fill out my shoulders a little more, it's going to look really good on me. Right. Or like something's going to have to change for this shirt to look good on me. Yeah. And some, my illogical belief is that that's going to happen. Yeah. You know, so I, I'll, I'll buy the shirt and I'll hang on to it and I'll keep it in my closet. And then like, you know, a few months later, I'll try it on again and be like, oh yeah, this shirt, this was cool. And put it on and look at myself in the mirror and be like, no, it doesn't. 
It just doesn't look good on me. <laughs> uh, yeah, or it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't That's feel right. Is. There's something or about it, but little, I little points on the shoulders from hanging there for so years. long, yeah. and I just can't seem to. I can't bear to get rid of it. I can't. I can't just come to grips with. You know what? This shirt's never going to look good on me. Maybe it'll look good on this person. I'll give it to them, yeah. or I'll just you know get yeah, rid I mean, of it or something. But giving it away would be the thing to do, right? No, but I hang on to it. In the hopes, well, because also one of the things that supports my logical belief is that it actually has happened. Yeah, you know, I mean, as you were talking, I was going to say this happened to me most specifically with a pair of jeans. Yeah, I had a pair of jeans uh, that I bought. You know, they were just they, they were my my dimensions. Yeah, um, at American Eagle mm-hmm. back in the year two thousand. Right, and um, this is when I still wore baggy jeans. You in know. 2000, baggy jeans. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was that was still a baggy jean time. And I still wore baggy jeans, and I bought this pair of jeans, and I liked the you know the the denim and everything like that. And I just didn't really <clears throat> um, didn't bother to try them on. And then when I got home and put them on, they were tight. They yeah, were like tapered legs, and and I just they just they, weren't they, they what were, you thought they, they were. Terrible. You know, they felt weird. Yeah. Um. You know, they didn't like cuff over my shoes. Right. You know, the, they like the, went inside. Right. Yeah. yeah. It was just it was so weird. And then um, I remember I was just like I think I was like out of clean clothes or something. I was going to a, going to go to a party. Oh no! Um, and uh, I had this man. You got to train her not to call you when you're podcasting. I know. Sorry. I thought we were gonna we were gonna get to it earlier. Yeah. Um. But uh, at any rate, um. I had this pair of jeans. I was like, I don't want to wear these. And like, my girlfriend was like, Oh, those look cool, you know, because they're kind of like, kind of distressed. You know, I had the little, had they have the whiskers on them? Oh yeah, the whiskers. Sure. And uh, like a little cat face. Yeah. Yeah. A little cat like face. The, you push your dick yeah. out, and it becomes a. It becomes uh, the cat anterior. toy. Um, but uh, yeah, and then I tried them on, and she was like, Oh my god, these look really good on you. Your butt looks so good. Da, da, da. And then they became a fair pair of jeans. Oh yes, yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And that was, but that was a slightly different thing. But like, I've actually, for me, it's been more about like fitting into it, you know? Like, that was like, you didn't think it was fashionable. And it ended up being fashionable because somebody else approved it for you. Whereas with my shirt, it's like, all right, this just still doesn't fit me right. Yeah. You know, but there's been the thing that's perpetuated is there's every once in a while there is one that's like, oh, you know, I lost some weight. Try this shirt on. Oh, it fits me. Yeah. It actually looks good. Wow. I can put this one in the rotation. <laughs> and thus, it still remains an illogical belief of mine. 100%. Yeah. Because you will be able to find another shirt. I always will. There's always another shirt, Joe. All right, buddy. Well, uh, this has been... Is this episode six or seven? No, that was six. That was six. Yeah. Lucky number six. I know. Lucky everyone out there who got to listen to it. Lucky you guys. Yeah. Enjoy. You're welcome, America. We love you. Love you. And goodbye. Ow. Ow. Ow.